Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 78. Thoroughly, that they were no longer by any stretch of the imagination greens, and were in fact well on their way to becoming browns. There were cabbage leaves stuffed with ground meat and rice, cabbage leaves of such a toughness that they were almost impossible to cut without spattering ground meat and rice all over the carpet. Shadow pushed his around his plate. We played checkers, said Chernobog, hacking himself another lump of pot roast. The young man and me. He won a game. I won a game. Because he won a game, I have agreed to go with him in Wednesday and help them in their madness. And because I won a game, when this is all done, I get to kill the young man with a blow of the hammer. The two Zorias nodded gravely. Such a pity, said Zorya Vetranyaya. And my fortune for you, I would have said that you have a long life. And a happy one, with many children. That is why you are a good fortune teller, said Zorya Utrinyaya. She looked sleepy, as if it were an effort for her to be up so late. You tell the best lies. It was a long meal, and at the end of it, Shadow was still hungry. Prison food had been pretty bad, and prison food was better than this. Good food, said Wednesday, who had cleaned his plate with every evidence of enjoyment. I thank you, ladies, and now I am afraid that it is incumbent upon us to ask you to recommend to us a fine hotel in the neighborhood. Zorya Vetranyaya looked offended at this. Why should you go to a hotel, she said. We are not your friends. I couldn't put you to any trouble, said Wednesday. Is no trouble, said Droya Utrinyaya, one hand playing with her incongruously golden hair, and she yawned. You can sleep in Bielbog's room, said Droya Vetrinyaya, pointing to Wednesday. Is empty, and for you, young man, I make up a bed on sofa. You will be more comfortable than in feather bed, I swear. That would be really kind of you, said Wednesday. We accept. And you pay me only no more than what you pay for a hotel said Zoria Vetrinaya with a triumphant toss of her head. A hundred dollars. And that's our page. The narrator notes with, I guess, humor, that the greens are closer to browns. I don't know. It's it's definitely my kind of humor, and I laughed even as I was thinking about it when I was making my notes. So it's also our second mention of meat wrapped in leaves, and not a connection I had ever made before. Wow, like, jeez. Eight pages in, nine pages in, not long in, fellow convict the Iceman mentioned that his Greek girlfriend ate a similar food. In those notes, I called it dolma, but since we're dealing with an Eastern European Slavic deities, it would probably be called halupki. Though, as I also mentioned on the previous episode, there are dozens and dozens of recipes that involve meat and rice wrapped in cabbage or lettuce leaves, so take your pick. There's a lot of different names for a very similar type of food. Chernobog relays the story of his checkers game with Shadow, and Zorya Vetranyaya gives him a fortune, which is a lie, at least if we're going to believe that Chernobog will kill Shadow. He will not have a long life with many children. And this is when Zorya Utrinyaya notes that that's why her fortunes are better. If someone came to get a fortune and found out, oh, you'll die in a year, well... That's a shitty fortune. But wouldn't you want the truth? I guess I'm... No, people don't want the truth, do they? It also suggests, though, that Zoria Utrinyaya knows what Shadow's true fate will be, and that the fortunes of a long, happy life probably isn't part of it. But we can just pin it on our prophecy board for the moment and move forward. Zoria Utrinyaya starts yawning on this page, but Zoria Utrinyaya is yawning because it's the end of her time. Soon it will be night... And as a goddess of the dawn, she's reaching the end of her awake time. 
and sorry, Vertrinyaya will be awake. And I think it's odd that Zori Uchinyaya will be sleeping, Zori Vetrinaya will be awake, but she's been awake already. There seems to be a little bit of a little bit of a difference in 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 how Neil treats these characters. And I don't think it's a mistake or an oversight. I just think it's curious why Zori Vetrinaya is able to stay awake during all these daylight hours while her sister is zonking out as soon as we get past 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock, whenever it is. I was trying to think if if there's more nighttime than daytime in parts of the world, or maybe in Slovenia. And if I was better at my not job here, I would have done that research. She is the oldest, so one would presume that means she has had the most time awake. But it's a discussion when we meet the third sister in a page or two that we can have a little more. If I remember to have it, and I probably won't, but who knows? Anything's possible. Shadow reflects that prison food was better than the Zoria's cooking, and it's immediately followed up with Wednesday complimenting the meal. So Wednesday doesn't really seem phased by the the method of cooking or the flavor or anything else. And I do think it's funny that there's there's this there's already this dichotomy showing up with Wednesday and Shadow. Shadow doesn't comment out loud that the food was bad and that prison food was better but it's it's there right in the in the narration and i think it's humorous that it's just there's there's not even a breath before wednesday is complimenting the food we also get the scene here where wednesday states they'll be leaving for a hotel and zoria vetrinaya is offended because why would they go to a hotel when they have good friends that they're staying with and they can sleep on their couch for a hundred dollars there's there's haggling on the next page which is terribly enjoyable but i do love that that there's these quirky sort of odd things where hey we're your friends also don't pay any more for a hotel you pay us what you'd pay a hotel which is is it's it's one of those moments that that took the characters from being kind of quirky just odd side characters and made them a lot more memorable I got to cut this episode right here because I want to get on to the next page and talk about the haggling because I love that scene. So, you can get in touch with me at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com or on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Kranganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme song. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page. And remember, only the gods are real. <laughs>